Thank you for joining IAB Dare. And now your host, Orchid Richardson. Over to you, Orchid. Welcome to IAB Dare, our daily live streaming show in which we connect the digital advertising ecosystem. Today is Wednesday, July 22nd. I'm Orchid Richardson, VP and Managing Director of the Programmatic Data Center for the IAB and IAB Tech Lab. Um, I'm excited about today's topic where we'll be talking about the state, our annual state of data report. It's um, a special report that we do every uh, once a year in partnership with Winterberry, where we take a look at the entire data ecosystem and see looking at how advertisers, platforms and brands are investing in data. Um, I'm really excited to talk about this topic because I'm joined with uh, my fellow IAB colleague, Susan Hogan, who is the SVP of research here at the IAB. Um, before Sue joins the screen, I just want to do one quick announcement. Tomorrow at 3 p.m. Eastern, we will have a town hall on catching Z's, Generation Z's insights and how brands connect with them. Um, you can join that town hall by going to ib.com slash events. Um, it's, it's supposed to be something really, really thought provoking and interesting. So hopefully you'll be able to join us. Um, and so with that, I invite Sue to come on the stream with me. Hey, Sue. Hey, Rick. How are you doing, Orchid? Awesome. Um, so we have a lot to cover in this report, so we might as well just get right into it. Um, <laughs> what's the news? Is spending up? What's going on? <laughs> well, let me just do a little level set. The report is really taking a look back year over year on spending. Um, but because of the COVID pandemic, um, very early on in, in, in uh, Q1, we deliberately asked some questions um, and, and went back into field a bit on what the impact looks like it's going to be for this year. So I'll be able to, to kind of talk a little bit about 2020 as well, which is why this is a bit delayed. Um, so we'll, we'll look at spending in 2019 as well as 2020 and the myriad factors in impacting us now. Um, the spending. U.S. brands, publishers, and others did invest a total of $19 billion in third-party audience data and data activation solutions in 2019. Now, if you break that out between data and solutions, we found that over half of that, $11.9 billion, was spent on audience data. That's up 6.1% year over year. Uh, but I think it's important to note that there was a deceleration. So uh, let's take a look at the first chart. We're on there. Yeah, okay. So you take a look at the TAN. Mm -hmm. That's the area that we're talking about right now. And on the right-hand side, that TAN is reflected as the growth area. Um, so when we're looking at the D, acceleration of the growth. We see that it was over 15% between 27 and 18, and it decelerated to a growth of 6.1% for last year. No, really interesting. So what's happening this year? Hmm. Well, in the short term, there's been a significant pivot in tactics and marketing expenditures, right? And those get related to data too. So it was, we're seeing it across the board. We're seeing it in pivoting messaging. We see it in, in pivoting audiences. 
Um, and we're, we're seeing it in pivoting genres. Uh, we also see pivots in the, in the brands that are leading, um, in, in both revenue and in spend for this year. But when we look specifically at data, uh, we asked them, uh, those compilers, those data buyers and other industry stakeholders, how they were being, um, just how they were responding to the crisis. And they said that they expected to shave 10 to 20% off what was originally budgeted for Q2 and Q3 of this year. Now, the funny thing about that is um, it's not showing us necessarily that we're going to net out in a different way because when we asked about Q4 and beyond, it looked like just as many were going to increase budgets um, as we're decreasing. So where we net out is a bit uncertain right now. Wow, that's um, interesting. So it's possible that we could finish the year flat, hopefully. We'll see. Um, nice. <laughs> right. Uh, so let's talk a little bit about pre-COVID. Um, so you mentioned we had a deceleration, which is expected given how growth was so high in 2018. But were there other factors beyond uh, COVID that were drive was driving that? Yeah, uh, let's go to the next chart. Okay. There we go. Um, so this shows the split in spend, right? And if you take a look at all of it, the estimates are reflecting expenditures on data, not underlying media. Um, spending on third-party data management, processing, integration, um, and that's inclusive of uh, CDP-based identity resolution tools. That grew 98% last year to 5.5 billion, a quarter of the total. That growth is due primarily to a renewed industry-wide focused on collection, management, use of first-party audience data. Commonly, the idea is to drive better experiences and offers for consumers. Um, but I have to also say that it was sparked in large part by concerns of the cookie retirement. Uh, so cookie depreciation, as well as a growing general interest in improving content uh, across both paid and earned media touch points is a reason. Um, another thing that we need to look at is, is that far uh, right side, the terrestrial has roughly half of the spend. But when we looked year over year, we saw that it did decline a bit by 0.8%. Mm -hmm. um, that is the data that's used to support direct mail and other offline channels. And when you combine that with the growing concern about the media, uh, the impact of, of cookie de depreciation on the value of third-party data, we have two very solid reasons for a deceleration overall, even pre-COVID. Got it. Um, totally makes sense. And um, the disappearing cookie is a big thing within the walls of the IAB, as you know, and I'm sure our audience are probably thinking about in their, their organizations. We're doing pre -art, um, Project REARC to talk about that specifically. Um, for those who are listening and not aware what's going on, as uh, Google made their big Chrome announcement where the third-party cookie is going to go away. And so um, many browsers will continue to do that. And so it's top of mind within our ecosystem. Uh, Sue, from your perspective, how do you think this will change um, data usage over time? Um, you know, we did ask decision makers that question very specifically. Let's go to mm -hmm. the next slide. 
So the majority of respondents um, who, the majority of the respondents are really increasing their spend with an emphasis on first party data use while they're ramping up third party data solutions and in-house efforts around identity resolution. So data users, once again, prioritizing predictive modeling, um, programmatic media buying for established formats, and following a slight decline in the in uh, 2018, advanced TV buying is up. I think I mentioned that earlier on. Um, that said, data users have slightly decreased their focus on general audience analytics and identity resolution. But I would really just say that that was because of a great spike the year before. It's kind of flattened out a bit. Yeah. It's interesting to see how they're making investments in the first party channels, like shoring them up as the a cookie disappears over time. Um, mm -hmm. Do you think this will, will have an impact on this year as we move forward? Uh, I think it'll probably be more, I think two things are gonna happen. I think I'm kind of hoping that we see a, a lift in spending Q4 um, as mm -hmm. everybody wraps up to or shores up against cookie blocking. Um, I think that that's really not going to take place until next year. And so, um, but I but I do think that the spend is going to increase this year in prep for that. Got it, makes sense. Um, one of the things, the other big thing that's happening within the IAB we talk about all the time is privacy. So. Consumer privacy is one of the big hot buttons, um, and we haven't really talked about it yet in this conversation, but I noticed that in the report, uh, we cite that nearly 19% of respondents said that government data privacy regulations were a top obstacle, um, but the year before it was much higher. What do you think has eased that concern? <laughs> Yeah, I have to say, when I first saw the numbers, that was my biggest surprise, but only at first. Okay. Um, and I think we need to look at this last slide. Um, increased confidence, I think, has been simply because they've been preparing for this between GDPR and CCPA over time. And the invested amount of time and attention over years now um, to prepare for compliance globally and then because of California, um, I think has I think has eased the way. But I also think that COVID impact has usurped regulatory concerns for the moment. Um, there's no question that there's still questions about compliance and potential new regulatory uh, legislation by states or the federal government. And that's all still top of mind. It's just causing less anxiety. Yeah, I, I think that I agree with you. Even when I have um, just anecdotal conversations with members, regulation privacy is top of mind and they're super focused on it. But it feels like most people have a real clear plan or path. Um, and how they're going to, you know, move as privacy and regulation become much more. Um, you mentioned you thought that was your biggest price. So, do you really believe the the change in percentage of people who are interested in privacy is that truly the biggest surprise of the report, or is there something else that surprised you about? It? 
Now, I think the really big surprise for me, um, and then and then after we talk about this, I kind of want to tie it into COVID a little bit on some other work that we've done. But I guess the biggest surprise was that, that the spending on third-party data management processing and integration grew. Um, to 5.5 billion. And that 9.8% growth, uh, when there was a deceleration overall on the data collection, um, does show that there's a renewed industry-wide focus on collection, on management, on using first-party data. Um, and it's certainly related to cookie depreciation. Um, and it's certainly related to a growing interest in better content across those paid and owned media spaces, media touch points. Mm -hmm. um, now, you know, Orchid, you and I have done a lot of work together on data. And um, when we do the work on COVID in general, across both the buy side and the sell side, we've seen that um, the pivoting away from and then back toward uh, it's been a roller coaster of a year, uh, cause related, mission based, you know, in order to get your message out there to the right people on the right devices, because people use their devices for different reasons, for different content right. reasons. Different um, time yeah, at different times of day. Um, and it just gets more and more fractured. Uh, I think what we're really seeing here is that the understanding and the education around the need for first party data is huge. So while we have to protect um, privacy and we at IAB are certainly behind that, we also know that it's really important to create something um, and standards and guidelines around protecting the consumer while allowing a brand to understand ROI. Um, are they right. actually targeting who they think they're targeting? And there is nothing like first party data to get you there. Right. I mean, it's probably the most powerful data, especially when you're when you're thinking about who your customer is, what their wants and needs, and, and using it for product development. The first party data is absolutely the most powerful data there is. So it makes sense right. that you know that are investing in in um, hygiene to make sure that that's um, better as we move forward. Um, and that's probably one of the things that was unique about this report, this year's report, right? Because we've never actually done a deep dive into the first party data. For the most part, we've always looked at third party. You think that was just a reflection of how the ecosystem has been thinking about data as a, as a result of the cookies? I think it was a reflection of you telling me to do it. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Longer term data users are uh, less certain about their plans, of course, right? With respect to expenditures and associated tactical marketing priorities. Um, but it was, it was absolutely necessary for sure for us to dig into first party this year. And, uh, kudos because you came up with that one, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> so with that, what do we think is next on the horizon as it relates to data, state of data? And which, what are you guys working on in research? Yeah, um, we are going to be doing another survey soon. Uh, this would be both to the buy side and the sell side. Uh, we will be asking some privacy questions around there. Uh, we also have a CCP, 
CCPA specific study that's going out to policy holders, makers, compliers, um, the legal side of the business. And uh, mm -hmm. all of that will be done within the next month. Um, we'll certainly be coming out with um, a lot of new insights based on that. And those insights will be projecting for the second half of the year as well as early 2021. Um, we, we also need to understand um, a little bit more on the compliance side of things with data regulation policies. Um, that actually trumped or usurped, I should say, the uh, modeling analytics in support of audience targeting this year, not by a lot, only by two mm -hmm. percentage points, but still um, it, was, it was fourth on the list of really important things, um, which as we saw was uh, business recovery from COVID, uh, measurement and attribution overall, right. linking online and offline data, and then that need to comply. And all of those were more than a third, right? Um, mm -hmm. They scored 34% and up. So yeah, I, I will be digging in there. Yeah. And measurement and attribution is just such a hot topic that we talk about in, programmat in the programmatic data center all the time, um, especially when you look at things like COVID or other things within the media that impacts how you have to use data and then quickly make a decision about whether or not media is working and whether you're not just speaking to the right audience. So totally makes sense that those are things we'll look at um, closely in the coming months. Yeah, um, and so with that, I think, I think the attribution stuff is a shakeup because um, we're mm -hmm. seeing Nielsen yesterday came out with um, a statement in the press that they are going to be uh, changing their data collection modeling um, methodology overall. Right. Uh, I think that is going to require a, a new fresh up look and approach to attribution. Um, I think the other thing too, that's super important around measurement um, is that in a year where everything has been shifting, I mean, everything, um, I think that now is a perfect time to shake it all up and to look at things mm -hmm. in a different way. I think we're going to start yeah. to see innovation. I think necessity is the mother of invention, right? And so this whole wake up turmoil, everything else, can you do more with less? Can you do things better um, with the dollars mm -hmm. that you have? Um, and how can you spend your dollars better, even if you're given more? I think all of that is, this is the year that is going to really spark innovation moving forward. Yeah, I, I totally agree. And I'm, I frankly, I'm excited about what's gonna happen over the next 18 months. I think that um, with the disappearing cookie, that has really propelled a lot of different change within the ecosystem. So I'm excited for our industry and what's to come. Yeah, me too. Um, so with that, any last parting par uh, parting words before we go? I would say, don't be afraid to spend. Right. <laughs> I agree. Yep. Thanks, Sue. Um, 
Thank you. It's been a lot of fun to talk about State of Data with you. Um, I wanted to let everyone know that it's actually available today on IAB.com. Um, the full study is about a little over 40 pages. So take your time, digest it. If you have any questions, uh, feel free to reach out to Sue or myself. Just drop an email to data at IAB.com and we'll get back to you and follow up um, with any uh, questions that you may have. Um, I'd also like to remind you guys that IAB has a podcast library now, which can be found at IAB.com podcasts. Uh, every Tuesday, we do a podcast led by our policy team called IAP Policy Podcast. And then on Wednesdays, um, our IAB leadership team uh, discusses urgent matters that are happening in digital advertising on IAB Real. So again, you can visit IAB.com slash podcasts to participate, to listen to those or, and they're available on almost any podcast platform. Um, I also want to just a quick reminder for tomorrow. We are excited to, I'm sorry, um, a quick, a quick reminder to join us tomorrow for IAB there. On Friday, we're going to be welcoming IB, um, IBM Watson Advertising, where they'll have a full discussion about AI and ethics and standards and how it's impacting the programmatic advertising ecosystem. Um, thanks so much for joining us this afternoon. IB There is a production of the Interactive Advertising Bureau. Our show today was produced by Connor Healy, Joe Ants, John Ward, and Twafika Mahundin. I am Orchid Richardson. Thanks for watching. Come back tomorrow.